This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 17th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. The DC voucher program is scheduled to die, and if the program does end, the slights of hand by Congress and the DC City Council will make it hard to lay blame. And that's all by design, says Neil McCluskey, the associate director of the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom. Well, Congress has decided that they are going to essentially strangle the DC voucher program in the crib, uh, but just leave it alive enough that they can't be blamed or found guilty of killing it. So what they did is, uh, in the beginning of March, um, they said that they're not going to reauthorize the DC voucher program and that it's, they're not going to fund it past the 2009-2010 school year. They're not really, you know, technically they're not killing it because they've said if Congress and the DC City Council were to decide they wanted to reauthorize the program, then it could continue to exist. So for all intents and purposes, they've eliminated the voucher program, but nobody can really be found guilty of committing a murder. What's really unfortunate, and that makes one think that the Obama administration, at least in education, isn't separating politics from policy, as they had promised, is that throughout the period that Congress was debating how they were going to handle, or be honest, how they were going to eliminate the D.C. voucher program, and a report was sitting at the Institute of Education Sciences, which is part of the Department of Education, and this report was part of an ongoing longitudinal study of the D.C. voucher program, and what this report found was that students who had received a voucher did statistically significantly better in reading than kids who didn't. In other words, that was very powerful scientific proof that the D.C. voucher program worked. But this report just sat at the Department of Education with nobody seeing it outside of the Department of Education, nobody reading it, nobody in the public knowing about its findings, and no one in Congress knowing about its findings as Congress was debating killing this program. And then on April 3rd, a Friday afternoon, which already tells you people didn't want to get a lot of media coverage for this, the Department of Education quietly released this study showing that the program that just was, for all intents and purposes, killed, was working. And since then, Secretary Duncan and the Department of Education has not only let this sort of slip out, try and get as little coverage as possible for it, but they have since said that they're, they're not even going to fund the program for 2009-2010, saying it would be wrong to have kids enroll in a program that's going to be eliminated. So this is clearly politics trumping the policy, the evidence that we were told by the Obama administration was supposed to be most important. What kind of accountability provisions are built into the education money in the stimulus plan now? The stimulus is, I mean, one of the major planks of the stimulus was to get uh, about $100 billion to education and about $43 billion, somewhere around there, that is supposed to plug budget holes that uh, elementary and secondary schools and public school districts have that might have led to having to fire teachers or reduce programs or things like that. Now, the context of this is we've had uh, smaller and smaller pupil teacher ratios, hugely increasing expenditures on education for decades that haven't produced any academic benefits. But the stimulus is supposed to essentially make sure that nobody gets hurt in public schooling just because, you know, the economy is shrinking and everyone else is hurting. Um, 
But the Obama administration and Secretary Duncan have talked about, well, but they're going to make sure that this isn't just money that's to save this program or save these schools from any pain. We're going to have real reform attached to this, and we're going to make schools uh, and districts be honest about teacher qualification. We're going to make them be honest about how many kids are doing well on their tests and whether or not their, their state tests um, actually are telling you whether your kids are doing well. And so there's a lot of talk about how they're going to really improve, fundamentally improve, transform American education with the stimulus money. It's not just about saving special interest jobs or something like that. The problem is none of the guidance that's been released with this money does anything other than say, states, please really tell us this stuff. And there is some talk about in the second round of funding that if you don't give us promise that you'll give us the information you want, then we might not give you the money. Um, and even if they, they promise to give this, this information, the second round of money gets to them whether they actually give it or not. And we know from No Child Left Behind and lots of other federal programs that if there's one thing school districts and state administrators and state bureaucrats in education are very good at is complying in paper or on paper to... to Rules and regulations are supposed to hold them more accountable, but not actually doing anything that makes standards higher or actually makes them more accountable. So all we've seen is really more talk and a lot more money going into elementary and secondary education. Neil McCluskey is Associate Director of the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom and author of the book Feds in the Classroom. You can get your copy at Cato.org.